0: stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests
1: who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. Stay, 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 stay clear of the
0: doors. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA.
1: aboard the monday morning monorail podcast i am not justin monorail we'll hear from him in one second it's me it's captain poochie landon do sitting back in the chair driving you through and zoe and her squeak toy has to make an appearance every dumb episode but uh yeah welcome to the week i guess uh but i am joined like i mentioned with uh, my friend and yours he is justin monorail justin
0: how are we doing today Hey, Landon! I'm feeling good. Good to be back in the Fun V. Ha, ha That's right. I'm taking uh, over the Fun V portion of the monorail. It's mine now. I'm gonna stink it up, and it's gonna be. Uh, oh, I'm also gonna redecorate. Just wait till you see it. It's going okay. It's gonna. It's gonna be real tacky. Sequins everywhere. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put a beanbag chair in here. You're, I mean, I'm, I'm calling it an upgrade. You call it what you want.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I only only request uh, uh, a disco ball uh, to, to oh, really emphasize the fun. For and sure. The fun v. I can't believe how the tables have turned, but there's one thing that you will never be able to take away from me, and that is me getting inexplicably drunker as the podcast <laughs> goes on. I think there's an
0: explanation. I believe there's an explanation for it. Really? Yeah. And what's your theory? Uh, that you're holding a beer while we talk. And that could be leading to the increased drunkenness as we continue. I'm holding a coffee, and so what you'll hear from me is cont- continued increased caffeinatedness. Is that okay. a word? It Caffeination. is now. It's on a podcast. Welcome to Caffeination with Justin Monreal.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be part of the Monorail Network. And also, off to the side, even though this is an audio podcast, I have some water to get my hydration on featuring morning monorail sticker. Get your very own at tpublic.com and search for the morning monorail. Got all, right. all sorts of fun stuff. We're going to plug it at the very beginning so you can get your official morning monorail merchandise. Woo! Lena, how you doing? Has it been a good week for you this week? It has been a good week. Uh, East Tennessee weather as well being East Tennessee weather. It dropped to 32 degrees (laughs) a couple times this week. Welcome to April. And tomorrow... yeah, it might actually be tomorrow or sometime later this week. It will be in the mid-80s. So yeah. uh, East Tennessee weather, go home. You're drunk. But yeah, other than that, things are going great. We actually have some good, happy news to talk about when it comes to the House of the Mouse down in Orlando, Florida. And we are also introducing a new segment called Fast Pass Standby Snack Break. Uh, we will explain that later on. Uh, I, By the way,
0: uh, Jay helped me come up with that name. So appreciate it, Jay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's I don't know if it's perfect, but it it does the job. So uh, yeah. I think oh my god. Can you hear <laughs> that computer noise? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. Um well just behind the scenes, I was actually trying to pull up iTunes in case we had I was checking to see if we had some new reviews because I like to do shout-outs for those things, and while we're plugging things, I might as well tell you if you go and give us a review on the iTunes Store or anywhere else and make me aware of it we will certainly give you a shout out for doing so but um, yes Absolutely. so we digress uh, excuse my computer noises that's <laughs> while you've got zoe in the background making noise this is this is k9 if you're a doctor who fan it's a robot dog uh, it's terrible. making noise on my side but yeah uh, so it's called fast pass standby snack break coming soon i'm excited about that segment Absolutely. Like you said, the name is
1: definitely not perfect, but, you know, it's the best we yeah, got. So, be. uh, it, be. so if you have another suggestion, go start your own podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing is there probably is a podcast called Fast pass standby snack break. That so, would totally be be our luck.
1: It's like like we racked our brains. It's like like I spent hours on this, guys, and we finally came up with the name. And there's probably already a podcast out there <laughs> specifically about this idea. So I apologize
0: to the podcast that I didn't know I ripped off. It's okay. It's hard. It's you know what? It, it's a it's a crowded um, market in terms of podcasts and not just podcasts, but Disney podcasts. If you think you've come up with a good name, it probably already exists. So. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no avoiding it. Just get used to it.
1: Yep. So uh, welcome to the internet, my friends. How may I help you? But uh, yeah, some good news. Yeah. Maybe like, like some of the best Disney news that I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. The People's Champ might be open. Well, they announced it's going to be open. And as of recording, it's having some issues. <laughs> so it's technically not open yet. But yes, the long-awaited, much-anticipated return of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover is back oh my god in a, re- in a recent instagram post i believe it is uh, the president uh, uh, jeff Vale, mm-hmm. i believe is his name announced that it will be opening later this week and he posted that last weekend and, and it was was supposed to be up and running this weekend but like i said as of recording time it's having some issues uh jay said last he saw before we started recording was uh Cast members are being evacuated (laughs) off the people mover. So it doesn't exactly inspire you uh, all that much.
0: Right. It doesn't inspire confidence. But at the same time, I'm jealous that a cast members were testing it today because that means it was moving people. People were (laughs) moving today. Um, and then B, again, as we've said, as a Disney Parks nerd, what you always dream of is getting evacuated off your famous fa- famous favorite rides. Um, and so to be evacuated off of the People Mover and get to walk up on that track, I mean, I'm super jealous of those people today. I, I, I just, I think it, it was pretty bold of Jeff Vale uh, to go onto his Instagram. By the way, if you're not already following jeff vale's instagram again the president of walt disney world resort i recommend you do it because some of the most recent announcements that we've gotten have come first from his instagram hmm. um yeah and i don't know if it's approved or that like it's it's very strange because it makes you kind of wonder if like the uh, imagineers or other people behind the scenes are like jeff come on give us a break man we didn't <laughs> want we weren't ready to announce that yet um but yeah, we something we'll talk about in a minute. The festival of the Lion King, but also the People Mover announcement came from him, and he said this weekend. Well, this weekend is almost over, Mister Vale. In fact, as as you're hearing this on Monday, the weekend's over. Did we get People Mover actually moving people? And that means guests. I don't know. As of this very moment that we're recording, it doesn't look good because yes, the the last thing I saw was that people were being evacuated from the People Mover. So I don't know. It's um. It's, it's just one of those things where I, it's it makes you start to wonder, what are some things that are going to come back before the People Mover actually does? Ooh. Yeah, I, I think that's a fun game to play. My first guess is going to be um, probably Firefly. Firefly is going to come back. Wow, we're before- finally going
1: to get that season
0: <laughs> two. You can't
1: stop the signal, Mal, un- unlike the, 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 the People Mover, apparently. That's right. Um, ooh, let's see. I think that former disgraced Tennessee basketball coach Bruce Pearl will return on Rocky Top. He won't leave Auburn, he'll just actually coach Auburn and Tennessee at the same time and and Rick Barnes will still
0: be there too. Wow. Well, you know, it could happen. It, it just it just seems like this is one of those ongoing jokes of like I don't want it to become the next Stitch. Let's put it that I, I, way. You
1: literally took the words out of my mouth. I feel like we're we're quickly approaching, and Stitch is still closed territory. Yeah. Which, we, by the way, Stitch is still closed.
0: Yes, update Stitch is still closed. <laughs> the People Mover is still closed. The Walt Disney World Railroad is still closed. Man. Um, by the way... Do you so-
1: realize the entire time we've done this podcast, over 150 episodes, I don't think the, the railroad was open for one episode.
0: Oh, sure. They... When did they start Tronstruction? Was it was it really almost three years ago? That's a, it, that's an interesting question. It feels like it. Yeah, I think it's been at least two. I would say a majority of this podcast, you're right. The Walt Disney World Railroad has not been operating for at least a majority of this podcast. But for sure, Stitch has been closed the whole time.
1: Yes, yeah, St- yeah, Stitch is still closed. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be changing anytime soon. <laughs> It's crazy that, well, I say it's crazy on the one hand that, that they're breaking n- news on Disney, uh, social media, Instagram and stuff like that. But on the same vein, in every other, I guess, form of entertainment and heck, even some politicians, they'll announce policy on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. So I guess it isn't that surprising. But yeah, I, I, I do think you might be It's like it, the Imagineers are like, oh
0: God, Jeff, come on. Yeah, come on, man. Give us a break. Give us give us a little wiggle room. <laughs> We're trying here. <laughs> yeah, when you've got the president of Walt Disney World Resort going out and saying something's going to happen, it's like, mm. Um, and I will say, too, the funny thing. First of all, it's been like uh, there have been some heavy rains moved through Magic Kingdom today. No kidding. And there have been a line of guests that have been lined up just waiting for the People Mover to open. And I think they're still in line. Guys, look. Here's the deal. I'm with you, okay? I love the People Mover as, next as, the, as much as the next person. If I thought that I was going to be there the day that it opened, I would be tempted to stake it out. But, first of all, I would seek shelter from the heavy rains. You don't need to be getting drenched. Another thing, there's so many good things you could be doing in Magic Kingdom. Trust me, when it's open, you'll know. You know, you don't have to Mm -hmm. be waiting this out. You don't need to be the first person back on it. But, But also, I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we, it having said that, totally get it. But I mean, it would kind of be cool a little bit, you know, a Disney nerd badge of honor to say you were first back on the People Mover when it reopened after over a
0: year. Yeah, agreed. But
1: yeah, I mean, like Jay said, you're, you're in the most magical place on earth. Go, go. Go ride Big Thunder Mountain or, or Pirates or something. Come on, y'all.
0: These are probably all like influencers or people that are in the parks a lot, so they're just like, eh, I can stake out the People Mover and it's not going to ruin my day because I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I did see a lot of the
1: uh, Diz Twitter people posting uh, their experience with the not People <laughs> Mover going on today. So yeah, you're you're probably right there. But yeah. uh, another good piece of Disney news is net <clears throat> net. Excuse me, hold
0: on. Yes
1: finally it is happening good news coming out of disney's animal kingdom it is the return of the festival of the lion king this is a recent favorite of mine but ever since sam introduced me to this show it's like this is the, this might be one of the best things in all of walt disney world property uh it was obviously uh, not reopened when the parks reopened last year due to you know the whole covid situation thing going on uh but very exciting news that this show is coming back, and it, and on top of that, it's a step getting back towards normal. Maybe we'll see more shows uh, coming coming back in the future. But right now, we're just talking about the Dadgum Festival of the Lion King, and it is back.
0: Sorry, did you just mention Back to the Future? Can we Marty! <laughs> No, but no, but you're right. Um, big, huge, amazing, astronomical news. Um, like you said, this is something that is relatively new to me, too, because until we moved down to Orlando, I had not stopped and taken the time to watch Festival of the Lion King. The only show that I had actually seen at that time in Animal Kingdom was the Finding Nemo musical, which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good show, too. And I realized that, like, that's not everybody's favorite. Some people kind of think it's boring and there's not that much to it. I think it's pretty cool. I enjoy it, and there's, it's always nice to take a break from the heat, see some talented performances, good music, like I love the puppetry in that show. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you haven't gone to see Nemo, go see it. However, having said that, Festival of the Lion King is exactly what you want in a Walt Disney World live performance, because it's, it's a unique theater that has audience on all four sides. It's kind of presented almost like in the round. It has acrobatics. It's got amazing music. It's got crowd participation. It, and it's just, it's so, like, uplifting and fun. And um, the the vocal performances, I always love a good live performance. And they are live in this show. It's not, like, lip-synced um, like some things that you might see. But, man, if you haven't seen it, and, and I, I have said this, and I'll continue to say it. I know some people probably would vote for hoop De doo I do think the Festival of the Lion King is the best live Show on Walt Disney World property, and that's not to say others are are not good. It's just this one is is that good. So fantastic news that this is coming back to to the Animal Kingdom. I was just going to call it the Lion Kingdom, um, <laughs> and maybe it should be. Let's just change it to the Lion Kingdom Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it 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 definitely felt like something was missing in that park without Festival of the Lion King, and and I just. I just can't wait to go back and see it. (laughs)
1: I see what you did there Uh, we don't have a for sure uh, reopening date but they did announce it will be sometime mid-May and that's going to be when I'm down there so fingers crossed I can see it when I'm down there but uh, from the Disney Park blog they say when it returns the Festival of the Lion King will be presented in a modified format to be mindful of the current environment there will be adjustments to the show on stage and backstage including updates to choreography to allow for appropriate physical distancing Uh, we will also adjust how the audience is seated in line with other theater-based experiences at the walt disney world resort so it's not going to be the show that we're used to seeing uh you know pre-pandemic but at the same time like i'm just glad we're getting it back in any form
0: yeah Uh, yeah yeah i i I totally agree with you 100 percent um and like you said a step back towards normalcy a step back towards getting getting back like just past this virus and getting back to all the good stuff that We took for granted, probably. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Oh, we absolutely took for granted. I mean, like, there are definitely times that I now look back on my last few trips to Disney, you know, pre pandemic. It's like, Landon, you wasted this opportunity, this opportunity, this opportunity. Maybe don't hang out at Nomad Lounge (laughs) for three hours, despite the fact that it is (laughs) awesome and my favorite place to go get a beverage and a snack. In all of uh, Walt Disney World, maybe don't spend all day there. Go do other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely feel like there was some stuff that we def- we definitely took for granted.
0: I have a People Mover update. According to mickey.com on Twitter, two minutes ago, as of this recording, that means at 1 p.m. on Sunday, a Tomorrowland coordinator was seen sprinting up the Tomorrowland People Mover entrance ramp with disinfectant, presumably to clean the ride vehicles. The attraction remains closed to guests at this time. It may be coming, though, folks. It may happen wow. while we're recording. We'll keep watching and update you as news breaks.
1: <laughs> we, now, we now go back to Jay and Landon in the studio. Jay and Landon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Landon. Uh, yeah, so the, the Festival of the Lion King, so good, so good. And, and you know, I can't – I hope that it is – I mean, obviously, I, I want it to come back as soon as possible, but I definitely hope that it is going and running uh, by the time that you're here, because I want Frank to go to that show. Mm-hmm. He said it's been like almost 30 years since he's seen that show. <laughs> like, if what? that's even possible. I'm just getting sick. <laughs> I don't, don't know. think that's possible. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> let, maybe let's say 20. I add Frank's old. I always add additional additional mm-hmm. years, yep. but maybe like 20 years since he's seen the show, and it was in a different location at the time, and and he doesn't think it's all that great. I think we can wow. change his mind, and I think it'll help him to change his to- his whole opinion about Animal Kingdom, which is a big goal when he comes down for his trip next month.
1: Oh, absolutely. Me, you, and uh, and, and Samantha Monroe, we are going to change his mind on the Animal Kingdom one way or another. We're
0: going to get you, get you, get you, get you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. It's going to be great. And uh, again, so happy. So happy for this news. And and that's what, another thing I was going to say is um, the Disney Parks blog let us know that the Festival of the Lion King, King would be coming back sometime in the summer. And then Jeff Vale on his Instagram said, mid-May. So once again, <laughs> Jeff Vale putting them on the clock. You yeah. know, I appreciate that. Instead of being
1: just vague, it's like, hey, you know, this summer, summer, guys. You yeah. know, everybody likes summer. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's like, nah, not only is it May, it's mid-May. So get off your butt and yeah. get to work. I yeah. love it. Yeah, putting him on the clock. Let's do it. Wow. Wow, are are we becoming a Jeff
0: Vale podcast all of a sudden? We could be. And that's okay. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the great big uh, beautiful Josh Demaro is willing to share us with him. <laughs> well and, and also Joe Roadie, too.
0: Oh, Joe Roadie. Mm. Can we take a moment of silence for that treasure?
1: Absolutely. He's not dead or anything. We just no. we just wanna we just wanna take take the opportunity to appreciate Joe Roadie.
0: However, he is a former imagineer at this point. Yeah and uh, <laughs> mm. you know you when we did the M34D about the journey into imagination, you broke to me the news about the promotional video that was made where Joe Rody actually was playing the Dreamfinder. and I know, how crazy is that? And that was something I'd never heard of before and then just this past week someone tweeted it out and was like, uh, look, it's Joe Rody as the dreamfinder in this video and he retweeted it and indeed confirmed that that is him. Yeah,
1: that's awesome.
0: Pretty cool. We love you, Joe Roddy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You're our favorite Imagineer,
1: or I guess former Imagineer, with 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 T to the B, Tony Baxter. Too. That's right. That's right. We're just full of love today. I appreciate that.
0: Spread the love.
1: Absolutely. And uh, speaking of spreading the love, we have mentioned uh, the Magic Kingdom a handful of times. Jay, you were fortunate enough to go inside. The magic kingdom this week you were able to meet up with some of our monorail extended family and yep. you said uh you had kind of an ordeal so uh please sir the floor is yours
0: oh my gosh so it had been pro- at least a couple of months in fact i'm gonna say i think my last time in the magic kingdom might have been new year's day uh and that was the day that you know, the weekend where we were spending our uh, celebrating Samantha's birthday by staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. We ended up going to the Magic Kingdom on New Year's Day and we went to Cinderella's Royal Table. And I don't, unless I'm forgetting a day, I think that this was my first day back in the Magic Kingdom since then. There may have been another one in there that I just can't think of. But And, you,
1: and you've been kind of down on, on the Disney property. I lot. mean, obviously not before... A, pre-pandemic times, but I mean, you, you've been down there a decent amount, yeah. so, so I'm, I'm kind of surprised to hear you haven't been in
0: Magic Kingdom. I mean, if it was New Year's Day in al- almost five months. I know. I know. So I may be wrong, but we're just going to say it. Cause like you said, we said it on the podcast, has to be <laughs> true. So that was the last time I was in Magic Kingdom. Here's something that I have to admit. I forgot they were doing the testing of the facial recognition, so I didn't go do it. Oh. And that made me really sad, but I did hear, I did hear. Since we talked about this uh, previously on the podcast, they are extending that test out. Um, So I think that they've added another month to the testing window for the facial recognition. And I can tell you that the people that I met up with, they actually did it. So um, they were smart. They knew to go try it out. I was dumb because I was just like, I'm just going to get in here in the Magic Kingdom and, and soak up the, the views of this beautiful castle. I definitely had not seen the castle since they started adding the uh, the 50th anniversary embellishments on it, and it looks amazing. It looks so Yeah, great. you
1: posted up some pictures in the Facebook group, and I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing it with my own two eyes, but yeah, like that that is a good-looking castle.
0: Yeah, it looks great. This is, I mean, I would say it, it slightly edges out a birthday cake castle. Just, <laughs> just slightly. slightly? Yeah, just slightly for me. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. So, 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 so it's like 1 and 1A, one you're saying? That's fair. Okay, all right. That's a fair rating. And depending on my mood, maybe birthday cake surpasses it on a certain day. <laughs> so if I mean, I'm in a mood just, for cake. <laughs> I was going
1: to say, there's never a bad time for cake, particularly birthday cake. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yes, I, I went down to the parks, and there was a specific reason, because it was midweek, and that's not something I would normally uh, do just randomly like that but our good friends from Hyperion Adventures podcast Tom and Michelle were in town and we have tried to meet up with Tom and Michelle several times um, since we have gotten to know them mostly through social media but we've been on their podcast they've been on our podcast can't say enough good things about Tom and Michelle they're like the sweetest people in the world if you haven't ever listened to the Hyperion Adventures podcast, I recommend you do it. They their positivity, their overall like just energy is is contagious. You can't help but listen to them and not get a smile on your face. And, and it's they share their their love of the parks. They share their love of each other on this podcast, and it's just so wonderful. So please, they're Disneyland based. If you want to get some more Disneyland content, you can definitely check them out. But we've had several near misses meeting them in the parks. Finally, got to do it, and let me just say it was. It was wonderful. It was it was everything I could have hoped for. They were just as warm and genuine and and just so welcoming and and, and so friendly to meet in person and Tom treated me to a dole whip. I mean oh, wow. that's a way to a guy's heart right there. <laughs> he did call me a cheap date, which I take as a compliment. Absolutely.
1: Um, <laughs> and trust me, I've been called way worse on dates, so that's
0: fine. <laughs> that that's absolutely a compliment. That's right. Uh, our first ride together was Big Thunder Mountain, so we'll always have that. And uh, we, I, I was in the very back row. That was my first time in the very back of Big Thunder, and it was a good ride. I didn't lose any kidney stones. Um, <laughs> and then we did Haunted Mansion. We did Jungle Cruise. Um, and we just had just generally a really nice time. We spent some time just hanging out, uh, really catching up, getting to know each other a little bit better. And um, it was so great. It was, and it was such a nice day in the parks. Beautiful weather. It started out a little cloudy, ended up kind of clearing up as the day went on and um, the only thing I'll say there's are certain areas of the park that um, regardless of what the capacity is, regardless of how many people they're letting in it stays congested in that area of like Peter Pan, Small World that, that kind mm-hmm. of corridor of, of the Magic Kingdom just kind of stays busy but um, if, if you don't you know, factor that into the equation it really wasn't that bad I, the longest I waited for anything was uh, first thing in the morning because I never, first of all, I never rope drop. Second, I don't wait longer than like 20 or 30 minutes for Seven Doors <clears throat> Mine Train. So I rope dropped and went, well, rope drop, quote unquote. Um, went to Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Waited maybe 25 minutes. No, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at all. They had posted 40. It wasn't 40. Um, yeah, and, and that was good. Um, so all in all, really good start to the day. Now, Tom and Michelle, uh, they had a lunch reservation at the Jungle, what do they call it? I can't think of the little preamble, but the Skipper Canteen. Okay, yeah. Jungle Cruise Limited. I don't know what it's called. Uh, Jungle Expedition. Yeah, it's something like that. Uh, Skipper Canteen. I love that place. I was so, and uh, I guess this wasn't their first uh, rodeo at the Skipper Canteen. They were going back, and I was excited for them to do that. But I didn't have a lunch reservation. So, should I go ahead and talk about my lunch experience now? Or should we save that for, like, a, a lunch review postscript after we're done with all the other stuff?
1: Now roll it in. I, I, I like the way you're telling the story of setting up your
0: day. And obviously, in your story, it's lunchtime. Okay. Lunchtime. So, um, of course, my first instinct was to go over to Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe because the biggest little star in the galaxy happened to be playing a set. Over wow. at Cosmic Rays. I know, very lucky. He was there in the middle he, of the week? He was there midweek during the day. Wow. I couldn't believe A lunchtime set. I don't know how they convinced him to do it. Mm. But yes, Sunny Eclipse was performing. And uh, that is always going to draw me in. But I decided, you know, I have never, out of all of the lunch locations in Walt Disney World, there's one in the Magic Kingdom that I had not had ever, I don't think, other than just getting like a snack from there uh, or going in. I've gone in for special events when they've been offering. Um, Oh, come get your free eggnog or or Mm -hmm. Christmas cookie or whatever. Um, But I hadn't gone in and actually had lunch, so I decided to try Pinocchio Village House. Okay, all right. Yeah. If you haven't ever been there, it's pretty easy to find. You can go straight through the castle, and it's almost just like straight back. Like you pass the carousel and over kind of to the left as you're walking kind of to the back of Fantasyland. It's right over there. You can see like Peter Pan from Pinocchio Village House. And I love the look of it. It has this like nice, like German kind of look to the. You kind of feel like you're in the Germany pavilion, um, <laughs> and it's it's cool looking. It's got a bell tower on top that actually rings like every hour and half hour, which is pretty cool. And uh, you can also peek down if you get a, a seat kind of strategic along the windows on the inside. You get a view of Small World. You can okay, all right, yeah, yeah. So you can see the Small World boats. Going under uh, the restaurant Which is That to me Is a selling point That's pretty Absolutely. cool Absolutely mm-hmm. Yeah So um, I decided to do mobile Well you have to mobile order uh, You can't go in without mobile order, ordering Which is fine with me Because I like mobile ordering The main thing they have on the menu Is flatbreads They do have salads um, But their main uh, Entree And I guess their featured entree Is the flatbreads I went with the All meat flatbread Strong. Which Yeah it comes with you, you can't go wrong with all meat <laughs> Comes with sausage, pepperoni, and I think um, ham are the three meats, and um, cheese and and sauce. And then I also decided to try the tiramisu because that to me I love tiramisu, and I was like maybe this will be like you know one of the things that you can't pass up. Pinocchio Village House, you gotta try the tiramisu. Um, so I ordered that. When I went to pick up my food, I got my notification on my phone. It was time to go get the food. And it was like right around like 12.45. Pick up my food. And as I'm picking up my tray, the cast member says, you are going to love that tiramisu. It is. Wow. It is amazing. And I was like, wow. And my response is funny. I said this, but my re- response was, well, I hope so. <laughs> and I don't know why I went so negative. And yeah. she was, I hope so. Otherwise, I'm coming back, back to speak to you specifically. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I know. So I've had it a bunch. You're, <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. I only bring S that up.
1: The best.
0: I only bring that up because she was so adamant that I was going to love this tiramisu. So expectations were raised for the tiramisu, is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. I was able to get a table overlooking Small World. So nice. Off to a great start. Great start. Sat down. Tore into the flatbread first. Here's what I thought. It didn't take to me. It didn't taste any better than like a frozen Totino's pizza. Oh, that's, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, there was nothing special about it. It tasted like, or like a cafeteria pizza. Like, if you were in high school and you picked up... In fact, I think sometimes cafeteria pizza might be a little better than what this was. It just wow. was... There was nothing about it that was spectacular. I, I, and, I, and it doesn't have to be spectacular, right? It's quick service. But it, comparing it to, you know, go get you some delicious tacos over at Pecos Bill or... You know, go to Cosmic Ray. I love the Greek salad at Cosmic Ray's or, or maybe one of those specialty burgers or when Columbia Harbor House opens up, go get, you know, a lobster roll. <laughs> it, it's, it, it would be very difficult for anyone to tell me to ever go back to Pinocchio Village House for lunch unless they change their menu significantly.
1: That's, so. that's that's not great to hear, though I do want to point out there's a place in Knoxville that sells uh, cafeteria-style pizza. It sells out, so you have to order it the day before. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I, I I don't get that.
0: But, That's you know, to strange. each their own. Yeah. Now on to the tiramisu. Yes. Again, this had been built up to me. The best tiramisu ever. It's supposed to be, like, life-changing tiramisu. Oh, this cast member knew it was going to be life-changing. She knew it. So, wrong. is has your life been <laughs> changed, Jay? <laughs> no, it was not. Yeah, it uh, has. It has in a way that uh, now I know never to order the tiramisu <laughs> ever again. I don't know. Well, I don't. Man. I don't think
1: that was uh, the life changing she meant, but it no. is
0: technically life changing. I would just say, uh, if you like tiramisu, uh, go somewhere else. If you if you've never had it. Maybe if you had never had tiramisu before, especially not a good one, you might think it was passable, but only problem, well, not the only problem, but it was soggy. And tiramisu, I get, can be soggy because it's got kind of the, the, the layers of like the lady fingers or whatever in it, but this was like soggy in a bad way. Um, I, yeah, it, it, yeah. If that was the best tiramisu that cast member had ever had, I got some recommendations for it. <laughs> You need to go back and give her some life-changing <laughs> recommendations. Yeah. So my review of Cosmic, or Cosmic Rays, come on. My review. Cosmic Pinocchio. Of Cosmic Pinocchio's Village House. <laughs> and, and I said this on Twitter, so this isn't my original, you know, it is my original thought, but I've said it once before, is if I'm going to get mediocre food in a theme park, at least have an alien serenading me lounge tunes. Otherwise, you know, you got to distract my senses with something, because if I'm just focused on the food, it's not going to work.
1: Wow, that's uh that's that's not a great review, but I do like the line of uh, being serenaded by a uh, by an alien. That's yeah. that, that's a good line. So, that's that. Quick question on the mobile order. Mm-hmm. When did you put in your lunch order because I've seen online reports that like if you want to eat lunch at like noon or something, you need to place your mobile order I guess around like nine, 10 hours ahead of when you want to eat because the, uh, I guess, more conventional times where people eat lunch, dinner, uh, I was going to say breakfast, but uh, that isn't an option. Uh, those more conventional times, those uh, time slots fill up fast.
0: Yeah, I think that is a bit of an exaggeration. I will say this has happened to us at Satouli, it's happened at Cosmic Raisin, and it also did happen to me at Pinocchio Village House. Um, when you place your mobile order, you have to pick an arrival window. And if if it's not that busy, it'll say like now to let's say it's like twelve thirty when you're placing the order, it'll be like now to one o'clock or something like that. Um, and so then you pick that arrival window. What has happened is if it's really busy and they're backed up, it'll say um, you know it's if it's twelve thirty right now, earliest arrival window is twelve forty five. And so then you pick okay. that one. So the the worst I've seen is like thirty minutes at Cosmic Rays. It'll, it'll it's not terrible, and it's it's not that bad. I. I would say, like, if you know that you want to eat specifically at twelve thirty because you're trying to fit it into your busy schedule, maybe you log in at eleven thirty and just get that arrival window and okay, you know, something like that. Um, and you shouldn't you shouldn't have any problem in an hour. I think is probably even a little bit generous, but just to be safe. Um, but yeah, that can happen. It, it, it can be a bit of a wait. I, I think in the Magic Kingdom, it's worse at Cosmic Rays. And in Animal Kingdom, it's worse at uh, at Lee. Otherwise, I think you're you're usually pretty okay.
1: Okay, all right. I was just curious about that because, like I said, I'd seen reports that, you know, like people putting it in hours ahead of time so they can't eat at a specific time. But, I mean, I guess if your schedule is that jam-packed yeah. and you know this is the window you have,
0: I guess go ahead and grab yeah. it. it. might not be a bad, bad idea. Right, yeah. It's, it's not bad advice. Just go ahead and do it if you know. Um, but, you know... It, also, if you're like you're getting hungry, it's 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 like noon, and you're like, oh, I'm ready to eat. Um, one nice thing is like if you happen to be on the other side of the park, just go ahead and open up your app. You don't have to be standing next to the restaurant or anything to, to do the mobile order. You know, say you're in Adventureland, and you're like, I'm gonna go ahead and place my Pinocchio. No, don't do that. Place, me,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna place
0: my Cosmic Rays order. You know, you've got like a ten minute walk ahead of you. By the time you get there, it might be time to check in. So okay. I've also seen that, like, typically the like if you schedule a window, say from twelve thirty to, to twelve forty-five or something, it'll let you check in like five to ten minutes ahead of that, and it doesn't take long for the food to get prepped. So
1: okay, well that's that's good uh, good info to know. Appreciate yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Um, so I hung out just a little bit longer in Magic Kingdom. I did. Uh, I actually ended up doing two rides on Space Mountain. I did two rides on Haunted Mansion. Um, I, I actually squeezed in uh, under the sea, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, just be- or Journey of the Little Mermaid, specifically <laughs> because we had so many issues trying to figure out what people were talking about yep. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a good ride; I enjoy that ride. Um, but did
1: Ursula's head pop off at any
0: point? No, Ursula kept her head. Uh, which I, you know, she she's she's cooled off. She's she's doing. She's learned some like anger management techniques. That well, you that's know, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep her head intact. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I you know I, I think that's a fun uh, on Dark mm-hmm. ride. So, uh, but yeah, I got some fun stuff in, and then um, I was ready to head out. So, I decided last minute, and this is after walking around in Magic Kingdom all day long. So I don't know what exactly possessed me to do this, but I was like, you know, I have not taken advantage of the brand new walking trail from Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian, and maybe I could just go ahead and walk from here all the way to the TTC. <laughs> Wow, okay So so I indeed embarked on this adventure uh, Ill-informed, ill-advised, (laughs) ill-planned And I made a video of it If you want to see this, you can walk with me I I started it just after I had gotten outside of the um, Or past the ferry launch, the resort ferry launch So you didn't miss much of it But on the Instagram, it's it's, uh, the Morning Monorail Instagram There is an IG video where you can see the whole 30-minute walk from uh, where I started all the way to the TTC. Did you say 30 minutes? Yeah. No, actually, I stopped at the Poly. I I did turn it off at the Poly, but yes, it took... But now, you do have to keep in mind that I was stopping frequently because I can't help myself, and anytime a monorail passed over, I was getting beauty shots of the monorail because <laughs> um, this was a view I'd never seen. You know, i have never been over on this side uh, of the walking trail, like getting to see the monorail kind of going towards the Grand Floridian. Plus, the sun was going down, and it looked so beautiful, bathed in golden sunset rays that I just couldn't help myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was stopping a lot, but also... There was also the, the complication of I got lost at the Grand Floridian, and I almost walked into cast member-only areas. Oh, you can't be doing that. Yeah. But here's what I'll tell you. It took me about, um, and this was with several stops, it, t- it took me about, let's say, 16, 17 minutes to get from Magic Kingdom, like exiting the turnstiles, to the Grand Floridian lobby, let's say. that About 16, 17 minutes. And I was walking slowly, and I was taking you know pictures and things like that. And then from there on to the poly was about mm, 12, 13 additional minutes. But again, the issue was got lost, went the wrong way, didn't know where to go. So if you happen to be wanting to do this on your own, here's my advice to you. When you get to the Grand Floridian, you can walk like through the courtyards, just kind of straight through past all the pools and everything. And then you'll get to, there's a little sidewalk that goes underneath the monorail. At some point... You'll get to, like, the signage for the Wedding Pavilion. And you think to yourself, well, I'm not going there. I want to keep going down the monorail path. No, you do. You do want to go there. Because if you keep following that sidewalk under the monorail rails, the beams, you will end up heading to the cast member-only area. So you do turn at the Wedding Pavilion, like you're headed straight for the chapel, and then you'll see there's, like, an additional sidewalk that goes right along the shore that you take. You veer off from there, and it takes you right to the pond. And, uh, and you end up going in like right beside Trader Sam's. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: well, it, it doesn't sound as daunting as it originally seemed, <laughs> a 30-minute walk, because it's really just a straight-up 30-minute walk. About halfway through, my ass is getting an Uber. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say, if you're being fair about it, I bet it's more like a... Eh, at a leisurely pace, let's say 22, 23-minute walk, from like poly lobby to magic kingdom i would say um and then if you extend that out to ttc which i did you're probably adding another like seven to ten minutes and then you have to find your car i didn't factor in how long it was actually going to be it was a long walk
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine halfway through, it's like, I regret this decision.
0: I did. I really did. <laughs> Decisions were made, and they weren't good. And you can hear me regretting it if you watch that Instagram video. <laughs> Several times I question, why did I do this? Why? Why? Well, at least you were aware while it was happening. It's like, this was a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, but uh, you got to experience something,
1: like you said. You got to see uh, the beloved monorail in mm-hmm. different angles and bathed in golden sunset rays. Very yeah. uh, w- w- way to paint the picture there, buddy.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful, and it is a very pretty walk. It's well landscaped. I would say you could do it early in the morning, in the night, in night like the nighttime after the sun has gone down. There's lots of um, uh, light poles. There's lots of lanterns along the path. Um, I didn't see any alligators. Um, i think you know and i saw people jogging it like earlier when i arrived at magic kingdom there were people that were jogging it um kind of i don't know if they walked out or jogged all the way the contemporary and back or what but they were going the other way um so i think it's a very viable option if you're staying poly or grand floridian at night and you don't want to deal with the monorail lines or the boat launches or whatever it's it's a nice if you haven't worn your feet out already yeah mm-hmm. it's, I was
1: thinking was like oh there's uh, there, there's a nice uh, space for you to uh, get your steps and it's
0: like wait a minute you've gotten you just, steps <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you were in the park all day I don't think steps are, are going to be your, your worry it's true yeah but you know maybe you're a more robust person than me and, and you're looking for you know to push yourself it, it is very nice it's something I would say I, I highly recommend doing it at some point uh, because especially in the sunset it was beautiful it was very nice so that is awesome. my review of walking from the Magic Kingdom to the TTC.
1: It is doable, but I don't know if, uh, if Jay would recommend it again. Right. Well, I'm glad you were able to experience that. Yeah, man, it was good. Thank mm-hmm. you. And you can check that off your uh, Disney to-do list, I suppose.
0: I would, I would rather that and Pinocchio Village House. And I would rather take the walk from Magic Kingdom to the Poly and go to Trader Sam's or Kona Cafe rather than eat at Pinocchio Village House.
1: Yeah, I, having having never eaten at Pinocchio Village House, I too would sign off on
0: that. <laughs> there you go.
1: Now it's interesting. Like like maybe maybe you would fast pass going to Trader Sam's. You would stand by, uh, walk into the TTC, and you would snack break go into the Pin- uh, Pinocchio Village House. Is, is is that what I'm feeling? I feel that's fair. Okay, all right. Well, speaking of fast pass <laughs> standby and snack break, why don't we get to the debut of this segment and it's called fast pass standby and snack break okay uh this is a segment where each week we'll have three items that are similar to each other you know think attractions snacks shows anything related to disney and we're going to ask you to rank them if you want to get your ranking in there will be a post every week in the morning monorail family facebook group so go and join the fam uh and get your opinions put in on this. And who knows, you might even get to hear your opinion and answer read on this fine podcast right here. So if you want to fast pass something, that means this is your top choice of the three. This is something you definitely do not want to miss. If you want to stand by something, it's not your top choice, but it's still something you'd be willing to wait in line for. It's something you still want to do. If you want to snack break something, well, you might go grab a snack while your party does this. And on top of that, you'll even watch the purses and bags. So um, <laughs> uh, for this debut of Fast Pass, Standby, and Snack Break, that is a mouthful. We're going to go back uh, to, I guess, the history that something the Monroe family has. And that's a history of loving some tasty treats. Tasty treats. Absolutely. Of course, there will be tasty treats. So our three tasty treats this week are Dole Whip, Mickey Ice Cream Bar, and churros—three kind of iconic, tasty treats in Walt Disney World, in my opinion. So, um, uh, we did get some answers. Jay, I would imagine you have some opinions on this too. So, do we want to read the Facebook answers? Then you can give your Fast Pass standby snack break at the end.
0: Yeah, I like that okay. order. All right. Well, why don't you kick it off if you got the uh, Facebook group up? Sure, I will start with michael matande i feel like i always get michael but you know what i'm good with that michael's a Absolutely. good guy mm-hmm. um and by I just, the way speaking of uh, michael and instagram that dude is cut <laughs> he is <God>. I, <laughs> I know. Like,
1: like, like we talk about how sam's a superhero
0: no michael might actually be a superhero. he could be um i was actually posting my in, in the morning monorail fam i posted some of my solo photo pass session because um anytime i go to the parks I, I like to find a nice spot where there's a photo pass cast member, and I do a little solo, solo photo photo shoot. Landon, I know you do this too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that if you've never done before, it can feel uncomfortable. Let me tell it, you. it really can, yeah. But, it, mm-hmm. but once you do cause, it, because you see all these families lined up, and then uh, how
1: many in your party? I'm my just party. Me.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> once you do it, though, and you, especially if you get into it, you got to be like Landon. Landon strikes good poses in these pictures. You gotta find like your, you know, a pose that you love to to uh, get on film, and just go with it, and, and maybe even you know change it up, do a few different. Just pretend for five minutes like you are a professional model, and they wanted you in front of the castle, and you've got to strike your your blue steel, basically, is what <laughs> you're going for. Yep. Yeah. And it is a lot of fun. So anyway, Michael, uh, Michael said that he's never done it. And I was like, dude, you've got to do it, and you got to show those 24-inch pythons, brother. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's, uh, but yes, modern-day superhero. And I was going to say, too, uh, again, you need to follow him on Instagram. He and his wife and his his lovely little daughter, Hakuna Matande. And I was going to say, I wonder if I've been saying it wrong all along, because I was like, did they put Hakuna in front of it because you're supposed to say Matanda. Hmm. And now I need Michael to clarify and tell me if I've been wrong all along. It's okay. I won't be offended. <laughs> um, you can correct me. Uh, that would
1: be bad because you, you you have mentioned his last name several times. So it would be really bad if like for months straight, you've just been mispronouncing.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, but now's the, now's the moment of truth. But yes, let's get to Michael's answer. So FastPass, standby snack break. He said, FastPass, Mickey ice cream bar. The store-bought ones just don't compare to getting these at the parks. Totally true. Um, Standby Dole Whip. It's the perfect fruity treat to cool you down on a hot day. And Snack Break Churro. Apparently the ones in Disneyland are solid, but at Disney World they're kind of basic and almost seem stale. And he says he stands by his picks. And look, nobody's going to question you, man. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope, absolutely not. Because if they question you, they will catch a beat down. That's right. Uh, no, it's very solid. Um, and, and he's got a good point. The, I would say uh, churros are done... From what I can tell, and I've never had a churro at Disneyland, but they kind of excel at the churros at Disneyland. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. a that's a trend I noticed in this uh, Facebook thread that uh, Disneyland churros are where it's at, and uh, churros at uh, Disney World are kind of there. Yep. Though, though I do hear really good things about the churro stand in downtown. or uh, er, downtown uh disney springs where they have like uh seasonal churros yeah. like i saw that they have a key lime churro that if that's still there while, when i'm there Landon's going to be trying to key lime churro
0: yeah absolutely um that sounds good to me too I, I, i'm with you i and and that's maybe that's a little bit of uh revealing of, of where our picks are going to go but we'll still no spoilers we haven't picked absolutely
1: yet. yeah <laughs> we're keeping um, it cafe, brother and for
0: now let's go back to the monorail fam and landon it's off to you all right
1: next up we got our friend steffers not stephanie hey, she stephanie. really doesn't like it when you call her stephanie so it's steffers uh she is copying michael uh, fast pass she's gonna get them mickey ice cream bars uh, she says the nostalgia uh is a big draw for her and it's mickey shaped and as we know anything that's mickey shaped automatically tastes better it's true i mean that's science <laughs> uh standby she's gonna go dole whip uh with rum to make it a perfect pair see that's why me and steffers get along we we both like to drink and she is snack breaking Shuro. and she says to save those for Universal. So uh, maybe something to keep in mind uh, the next time you're at the uh, park that shall not be mentioned.
0: That's right. I almost never mentioned it again, but we're we're back on speaking terms.
1: Oh, okay, good because because you actually you actually got a uh, very <laughs> uh, hotly contested item from the uh, park that shall not be named. We'll talk about it after uh, after
0: this. Yeah, yeah, very good. All right, so on to Nicole Meadows. Uh, oh, sorry, if you don't. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't always throw people's last names out. Uh, I think I have with her before, but let me just tell you if uh, if, if I ever do that, and uh, I guess it's too late because you tear it on the podcast, uh, <laughs> tell me I shouldn't have. Uh, okay.
1: Or, or if you want to be called a fun nickname, like Rooster or something, let us know.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, from Rooster, uh, Fast Pass, she says, Dull Whip, some of my best memories that I have at the park involve this tasty treat. I love the phrasing. Even if it's freezing outside, I could eat this whenever. It's fruity and the perfect treat to also cool down with when it's hot outside. The original is the only way to go. Wow. Standby. Mickey Ice Cream Bar. What's better than a Mickey Mouse dessert? Not much better. Apparently Dole Whip is, according to you. Uh, snack break. I'm agreeing with Michael. I grew up going to Disneyland, so when I started going to Disney World when I moved to the East Coast, I was incredibly let down by the churros. When I went for the first time to WDW and ordered a churro, my husband and I didn't even finish it. Wow! They ate half and tossed it. Wow! Wow! How about that? That that's a that's a statement right there. That is like like yeah um, wow! And churros aren't big,
1: so to just eat half of it and and, and give it the old stanky boot. Wow! Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, and considering you paid ten bucks for it, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and just to tack on uh, Keenan, who, by the way, no relation, uh, but from part of our world podcast, he, he says his is the exact same as Nicole's. So uh, we got a trend there. He's fast passing Dole whip. Stand by Mickey ice cream bar snack break. Uh, going with the old uh, churro.
1: All right. Next up, we have Kelsey, who, who says she's going to be way in the minority over here. We got our very first fast pass for the churro. And she says it is because it's her favorite snack and can rarely get them outside of Disney. But she does concede that, yes, Disneyland is better than Walt Disney World when it comes to the churros. But, uh, wow, that's our first fast pass for the churro. Standby, she's going to go Mickey Premium Bar because they are yummy. Yes, they are. And uh, they can cool you down, but she prefers the regular ice cream cone. And then snack break, it's the Dole Whip because she's not a fan of pineapple and would go for vanilla hard serve over soft serve which i mean if you're not a fan of pineapple i can understand why the uh, dole whip isn't for you samantha monorail says what's up
0: yeah i agree the, the the use of vanilla hard serve i just have to say i have never heard it called that neither have I, uh-uh. but it totally makes sense mm-hmm. yeah because i mean if 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 one is soft serve yeah what's the opposite of soft exactly hard yeah. yeah. So uh, thank you for educating us, Kelsey. Yeah. I'm going to start saying that now. I don't know when I'll have occasion to do it. But <laughs> but you will bring it up. I will you bring will it up. You will force it into conversation if need be. <laughs> Hard. sir, And it sounds tough, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Our last response is an example of how not to answer this question. I mean, we appreciate the participation, and there's no such thing <laughs> as bad answers.
1: But there are wrong answers, and this is an example <laughs> of the wrong answer. Answers, Jay, please take it away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is from our friend theme park, Rob, who went rogue. (laughs) He decided to make this his very own and just do with it what he pleased. Um, He did put one of the snacks on the list, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. So he's fast-passing cheeseburger spring. All right, Rob, listen. If you're going to go rogue and put your own snacks... In the list, you could have at least picked the right spring rolls and said pizza spring rolls, but instead you said Fast Pass cheeseburger spring rolls. He said there are so many that could go in this category, but I always went to see if the cart had opened yet last year, um, so I'm sure it belongs in the Fast Pass. Fine, but that wasn't the question, Rob. Whatever. Apparently there are no rules <laughs> in, in Fast Pass
1: standby snack break.
0: <laughs> Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Absolute chaos. Um <laughs> He said, standby is going popcorn. Again, not on the list. <laughs> this is a snack that is pushing into fast pass position, but I I can walk by the cart usually. Okay. Uh, the smell of popcorn and the buttery taste as you're sitting in the hub. What an experience. Now, <laughs> I have to say, I really think popcorn's one of those things where sometimes, sometimes it smells better than it could ever taste. It's like one of the bet a fresh, hot, popped, buttery popcorn smell is one of the most appetizing smells, ever. Now it usually does taste good too, but man, that smell! It's like, mm-hmm. how can you not like it? Say you're at even not in the parks. Say you're at like a baseball game, and you start like you walk by a popcorn stand. If you can walk by that and not end up buying popcorn, you are a stronger person than me. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, and snack break, Mickey Premium Bar. All right, All right we're back one on the board. For He said, this could get me some chatter back, but let me explain. I have a bit of a late life lactose intolerance. Okay, Uh, that's a a good reason. The biggest reason, xylophobia. I cannot. It gives me shivers talking about it. I cannot let a wooden stick touch my teeth or even be near my mouth. So premium bars are a no-go. Okay, that is totally, both reasons totally fair. And by the way,
1: xylophobia, you can't fool me, Rob. That's an instrument. (laughs) It's
0: true. That's why I can't go to marching band concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I have xylophobia. Uh, but yeah, um, so premium bars are a no-go, and I get it. But I would be interested to know, of course, well, the lactose thing would mean this is a, yeah, this is yeah, a that no. Yeah, that could be rough. But I was going to say I wondered if he would be okay with uh, the Mickey ice cream sandwich, um, the cookie ice cream. What do they call those? Why am I... Why am ice I cream sandwiches? sandwiches? I guess. Uh, but they're delicious, and I do like, the yeah, the, the ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Whatever. I
1: wish you could see Jay's face right now. You what's
0: happening? Am I having a stroke?
1: And, and maybe a cog falling out. Like, wow. <laughs> what do you call them? Ice cream sandwiches. Okay.
0: <laughs> are are you Why okay? does that not sound right to me? I don't know. I, I assure you, as a fat kid, I know these things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So anyway, Landon, uh, do you want to give us your answer on this question, or shall I?
1: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give mine, since uh, you just gave uh, Rob's example of what not to do. Uh, Keep that in mind for future episodes. (laughs) Um, I am going to fast-pass Dole Whip. This is one of these things that in the last few years I've really come to appreciate, and also the uh, variety it can come in. I know we had a uh, somebody vote, uh, Nicole, as a matter of fact, that the original is the only way to go, but it's like, I like the Red's Revenge mm-hmm. version. I like just the plain Dole Whip. I like the vanilla pineapple combo. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't think there's a bad way to go when it comes to Dole Whip. And like Steffra says, you can put booze in it. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and, and and if you know me, that will get you a lot of points, if yeah. you can put booze in it. That's true. Uh, standby... I am going to go with the uh, Mickey ice cream bar. Uh, it's a solid, iconic treat. Uh, you can get it outside of the park if you can find it in your local grocery store. I don't know if eating it in the Magic Kingdom makes it taste better, but I mean, it definitely doesn't make it taste worse. And then for the snack break, I am going to go churro. Just be- and I haven't had them in Disneyland, but just based on everybody's answers here, like I... The phrase 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong comes to mind. And when almost everybody to a T says that they're just better in Disneyland. I mean, even Kelsey, uh, who fast passed this, said, yeah, OK, Disneyland does have them better than Walt Disney World. I'm going to listen to them. So I'm going to I'm going to go uh, snack break on the churro, though. Once again, I do want to try that key lime churro down at a Disney Springs. That, that sounds good.
0: It makes me wonder, do, do are the Disneyland churros better for the same reason that like the pizza at Walt Disney World is typically not good it does it have something to do with the fact that the water here is different hmm. um, and that's why maybe the, the the fried dough is just some a little bit different um, I don't know. I mean, there has to be
1: some sort of difference. I mean, I would assume they're using the same recipe and the same mm-hmm. ingredients, You're but okay. I mean, there has to be something that gets lost in translation for this to just be a, a pretty much across yeah. the board opinion.
0: Yeah, it's weird. And, and, you know, I haven't had a ton of churros in my life. They're just not my favorite thing, but I have tried churros at Disney World and, and I agree they're not good. Um, so just going ahead and throwing my answers out there, I, I would personally... I would fast pass the Mickey ice cream bar because yes they're better in the parks I think I do have nostalgia for them I I can remember back I I'll be honest I don't think I even had a concept of Dole Whip until I went as an adult hmm
1: same boat with you
0: yeah so for me it's it's the Mickey ice cream bar standby Dole Whip I, I have grown to love it as an adult it's it's something that I definitely enjoy and as I said um, mr. Tom from the Hyperion Adventures podcast purchased me a Dole Whip and it was the del- most delicious Dole Whip I've ever had. Um, they are fruity and delicious and cool and, and smooth. Um, and it makes me sad that Sam can't enjoy them because I think she would love them too if it weren't for that pesky pineapple allergy that threatens her breathing ability.
1: Yeah, I, I hear breathing is good. Most doctors uh, say that's good. For Nine
0: them. out of ten doctors recommend breathing
1: yeah and the one that doesn't recommend it he died from uh suffocation so. <laughs> that's
0: right uh, but yeah so snack break churro and i would just yeah I'll, I'll watch the purses while y'all go eat a churro how about that
1: sounds fair yeah. Sounds fair. yeah
0: i um i would say i would love to do i guess they have like lots of different specialty ones in disneyland it kind of makes me think of like in japan i think they have uh, a lot of different specialty popcorns um I wish Disney World had something that was like that. Like we don't, we don't really have. I mean, sure, we've got flavored, different flavored popcorns, like in an Epcot and things like that. But it's not like a, like a cultural significant thing where if you go to Disney World, you got to try the, this flavor of this and this. Like Disney World needs something like that, and I just don't hmm. know. I don't know what it is. Um,
1: yeah, it. Now that you mention it, it really doesn't have that like iconic snack that you would associate with other Disney parks around the
0: world. They should do it with pretzels because because the, the Mickey pretzels are good. And if there were like if you could tell me, oh, in Hollywood Studios, you can go get a uh, pepperoni and cheese pretzel that you can only get there. And if you go to, you know, if you go to EPCOT, you can get a um, cream a cream cheese uh, cinnamon sugar pretzel. You know. Or or go to the Mexico Pavilion And get like a chorizo pretzel A a chorizo pretzel Or even a churro pretzel Um, (laughs) You know Why not Like figure something like that out Like uh, And then Make them look good Because people will Instagram them And Mm. Jeff Vale can talk about it On his Instagram (laughs) Yeah everybody keep an eye On Jeff (laughs) Vale's IG He's going to be breaking All sorts of stuff Yeah Then we're in business So
1: uh, Yeah that is That is kind of a weird Blind spot that Walt Disney World has
0: Yeah I guess they're like You know what We've got all the parks It doesn't matter
1: yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess their iconic food is Epcot. So,
0: In your face, Disney I France. I have breaking news. This from blogmickey.com, According to Twitter, 14 minutes ago, so at 2.02 p.m. on Sunday, after more than a year of downtime, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover is open.
1: yes, yes. Like I know this is an audio-based format, but if you could see the hair on my arm, it's standing up right yeah. now.
0: That is awesome. I got excited too. I, I feel a little tingly inside. That's awesome. I, I'm so excited. Uh, it's confirmed on the Disney Food Blog from AJ. It's been over a year, but finally, hello from the, on the People Mover. <laughs> that definitely sounds like
1: the tracks. Yes, it scared
0: me. We're on the People Mover with AJ right now.
1: Shout out to Disney Food Blog. I like that
0: yeah yeah so sorry didn't realize that was going to blast all our <laughs> eardrums but uh, uh, that just happened so uh awesome well, that's awesome
1: yeah. fantastic we were hoping it was going to go live while we're recording and lo and behold here it
0: is yep and yeah so let's
1: just let's just hope it keeps moving the people and it doesn't break down in like 15 minutes if we're still rolling so sad news coming from the <laughs> t- Tomorrowland. <laughs> people mover has shut back down there were no survivors yeah, But uh, sp- uh, staying in the Facebook group, I did say on last week's episode when we were giving out our top 10, if you didn't get in in time for the recording, throw it out in the Facebook group and then we'll read it. We had two people take us up on that offer. Uh, first is going to be Nicole, who says uh, she hasn't been to Walt Disney World since Rise has been around. So the this list emits rides that have debuted since March of 2019. Uh, number 10, she's going Expedition Everest with my boy, the Disco Yate. Number nine, Soren. Number eight, the Kilimanjaro Safari.
0: Spooky. Uh,
1: uh, Number seven, Living with the Landon. Number six and number five, we're getting some mountain action. Six is going to be space. Five is going to be Splash. Mm -hmm. Number four... Peter Pan, which looking back, it's like that was that that's kind of an iconic old school Disney attraction that didn't make it into a lot of uh, top 10 lists uh, when we did this last week, so I'm glad to see some representation there. Number three is going to be Tower of Terror. Number two Flight of Passage, and then number one a classic Pirates of the Caribbean or or Caribbean or however you pronounce it. I'm just some hillbilly from East Tennessee, so please forgive me and my uh, questionable pronunciation.
0: I think you did a great job.
1: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. And then finally, uh, as my Facebook loads, load faster. All right, here we go. Kevin wanted to get in uh, his top 10. He also notes he has yet to try any of the Avatar rides, Runaway Railroad, or Seven Dwarves, so keep that in mind. We're going to go 10 to 1. Uh, number 10, Mickey's Philhar Magic, which that is the first representation we got for Philhar Magic. And I'm, I'm relatively new to that attraction. I dig that attraction, mm-hmm. so I'm glad to see it get some love in the top 10. Number nine is going to be Pirates. Number eight, Buzz Lightyear. Okay, dig that. Uh, we got some pushback on uh, on that in the Facebook group. Somebody asked, uh, if it didn't make it into your top ten, who hurt you? Fair question. Uh, number seven is going to be the Haunted Mansion. Number six, Kilimanjaro Safari. Number five, another first, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. I dig that attraction. Yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to it coming back when you know the world stops burning. Uh, by the way, go get your shot. Uh, number four, Peter Pan. P- 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 <laughs> number four, Peter Pan's flight. Still easier to say than uh, than Enchanted Tales with Ball. <laughs> uh, number three is going to be Soarin'. Number two, Splash Mountain, and number one, Toy Story Mania.
0: Yeah, and, and just to, to let you know, the, the question was actually when he asked who hurt you, it was Kevin, and he said to anyone that didn't include Toy Story Mania in their yeah, top ten, is. who okay. hurt you? Yeah, and it's his number one. That's uh, amazing to me. Um, but, you know, I love the fact that he's got such a unique top ten list, mm. and it's really cool to see things like when somebody has has something like the Monsters Zeke Laugh Floor or Philharmagic Magic on their top ten, because... You know these are, like, cool attractions, but maybe it's not your favorite thing. But this is just another example of, even if, like, you may be a person who thinks, like, uh, Mickey's Magic is, like, a waste of time. I don't believe that. I think it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people who love it, you know? It could be someone's favorite thing. It's,
1: it's and, 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 I mean, like we said last week, it's like, if you can do half of... of any of these top tens, you're having a great day, regardless. Yeah. So yeah, I I do like the fact that we're seeing uh, a diverse top ten, and and it's not you know the same answers over and over. We definitely see some pop up more than others, but at the same time, I love to see the representation.
0: Yep, definitely. I like the diversity. So that's been very fun to to see. It's been great to get the interaction. You all make sure that you are joining that morning Monorail family group on Facebook because Landon, I know you're going to keep this segment up with the Fast Pass Standby Snack Break. And if people want to get involved in that, they got to do it on the Facebook. And then we're going to have future interactions and future questions that we'll share right here on the podcast. And if you want a shout out, you got to be part of that group. But make sure, if you've got a a nickname you prefer to go by, you let us know in your response.
1: (laughs) Yes, please do. I really hope somebody does go by Rooster. I look forward to calling you Rooster. By the way, I wonder if Kevin's ever been that guy on Monster uh, Monster Ink Laugh before.
0: I know someone who has
1: oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. who might that guy. be that guy <laughs> all right well that has been an episode of the uh Monday morning monorail uh Jay thanks so much for joining me uh, why don't you hit the lovely listeners with uh, some plugs and where they can find you and your family
0: absolutely we are morning monorail on all of the social media the website's morningmonorail.com we still have a phone number you can call if you want to leave us a voicemail. Remember, we did do a, a call to action for any of your crappy impressions you want to. do. <laughs> Just, oh, did anybody take you up no on No one it? has yet. I was actually <laughs> shocked by that. Um, and then we have the email, which is still mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. So you got to put the Monday if you're going to email us. But uh, but yeah, we, we love interacting with you on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, we don't have a TikTok, but I personally do, which is Justin Monorail. And then, of course, Garrett. If you want some of his cool, like animation and and comics and things that he's making, he's Skellagummy everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, all over the place. Follow Skellagummy, please. And thank you.
1: Yeah, w- we should clarify. It's just Skellagummy, not Skellagummy everywhere. That's but right. Skellagummy is
0: everywhere on all of the medias.
1: Yep, I, I realize we probably need to clarify that <laughs> for newer listeners. Thank you. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan, I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, much chips.
0: Sit on your butt and march.
1: That's good. I like that. Uh, That's where you can find really outdated podcast stuff that I did in college radio, including interviews with the cast of Futurama, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and the Venture Brothers. Um, uh, In lieu of that, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for Near Fall Radio. That's a podcast on the sweet science of professional wrestling where myself and Will Rab talk about the latest happenings both in and out of the ring in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, we are going to be having a WrestleMania 37 breakdown as well as a uh, report from a, uh, I guess, near fall. Um, uh, Correspondent. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. We finish each other's sandwiches. (laughs) Uh, A near fall correspondent on his experience at day one, or I guess night one of WrestleMania 37 that took place in Tampa Bay, Florida. So we'll get that up when we can. Uh, But uh, I also appear on the Phil show. News Talk 987 W O K I Radio Station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app, in the News Talk987 app as well. And uh, I will be participating in Game On Against Cancer. Uh I believe that's in June. It's where uh, myself, uh, people from my station, and uh, local uh, media personalities, it still kind of cracks me up that I've considered a media Mm -hmm. personality, but we will be playing games, raising uh, money to uh, continue the fight against cancer. I'll be posting a link on my social media. So if any of the uh, Monorail family wants to uh, let the presence be known in this fight against cancer, I, 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 encourage you to donate. It doesn't have to be a big donation, every bit helps. So i uh, keep an eye on my social for that as well.
0: Yeah. Cancer is one of those things that I feel like has touched all of us in one way or another. You, you definitely have a family member, a friend, someone that, you know, someone that you work with, someone that maybe you went to school with, went to church with, or maybe even yourself has been touched by cancer. It, it's crazy that like, it's just so pervasive and, I totally, like, I, I love it anytime we can take up the fight against cancer. So, yeah, get get involved and uh, and help us to, to try to find a cure for this terrible, terrible disease.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, take the fight to cancer whenever you get the
0: opportunity. So, uh, Jay, anything else before we hit the door? Well, yeah. The last thing that I wanted to say was that... After a ridiculous back-and-forth fiasco with Universal, I was able to lock down one of the coveted reservation spots to test out the VelociCoaster next weekend. Why? I was, yeah. Uh, I actually got a spot Sunday night. My slot is from 8 to 8.30. And so we're going to do a breaking news segment next week on the monorail where I'm going to record my instant reaction after I get the VelociCoaster I forget off of the Velocicoaster, (laughs) and um, we'll put it into the podcast. And so you're going to get my, you know, I should be, you know, have the adrenaline pumping through my veins. I'll have the energy going, and I'm sure that I'll tell you it was the most amazing thing that I've ever ridden. Spoiler alert, Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to do it. And as I as I joked about earlier, for some reason we did not get the email that they sent out to Universal AP holders inviting us to get a reservation spot. The only reason I got it. Someone put on Twitter that the window had opened back up like several hours after it had already closed down. I jumped in there, snagged a spot, and it was just for me. I tried to get back in and get one for McKenna because I know she'd want to ride, and they were gone. So, wow. Yeah, that's how fast it closed down. So I feel very lucky, very fortunate. I'm excited to do it, and I'm ready to share that information with you all. So come back next week for that, and of course, lots and lots of Disney content. And yeah,
1: we- Please. Looking forward to it, uh, yeah. uh, Monrail Judas. By the way, that's, that's why they didn't send you the email. They know your <laughs> last name, and they know who butters your bread. Come on, really?
0: Well, Disney's not buttering any bread.
1: <laughs> so yeah, come back for Jay's, uh, I guess, re- uh, review of the Hotly anticipated Velocicoaster at uh, the park that shall not be named. A new Fast Pass standby snack break. And like you said, uh, the latest breaking from the House of the Mouse. So uh, we got that to look forward to. How about it? So for the Monorail family, my name is Landon Doan. Thank you so much for joining us on another ride on the Monday Morning Monorail. You've been great. They've been the Monorails. I've been Landon. Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is MorningMonorail.com and the email is MondayMorningMonorail at gmail.com You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144 Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time. And off we go. Duh.